following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback. Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. Oh, thank the Lord. It's a say it with your chest Friday. And boy, do we have a lot to say it with our chest today. Isaiah's already given the Tarzan pounding of the chest in the bottom left-hand corner. We are talking Cowboys. Glad you're with us here on DallasCowboys.com and the various streaming websites. I'm Kyle Yeomans alongside the great Heckma Harrison Cowboys insider, Rob Bob Phillips and our resident Super Bowl champion, Mr. Isaiah Stanback. We've got ourselves a Chuck Full show. Let's just say it that way. There's a lot to talk about with this Dallas Cowboys team because you got a couple guys getting healthy. We, of course, have a couple guys replacing guys that won't be getting healthy. And we've got some predictions to have later on in the show as we're going to take a look at the rest of the Cowboys schedule. We're going to kind of talk through this thing a little bit. Is the season closer to being a championship season? Or a top five pick season. And we're going to discuss that coming up here in about 20 minutes Ooh. or so. So things could, get, things could get a little spicy today, boys. And I, I think there's no better way but to just get right into it. And the way we're going to do that is I'm going to defer to Mr. Rob Phillips here. As yesterday we did finally get to see a practice, of course, with this being a little bit longer week. Yesterday was the normal Tuesday, or excuse me, the normal Wednesday terms of the regular practice schedule so the Cowboys were back out on the field what did the injury situation look like during yesterday's practice Rob well once again if you don't factor in the guys on IR which is like a dozen guys it looks like a pretty clean injury report the only guy uh, that's you know take away Dak Prescott and Tristan Hill who are not on IR at the moment I think the only player on the active roster in practice was Everson Griffin and it was a non-injury, so I, I maybe a personal matter. Uh, I'm not sure exactly why he wasn't there. Um, and so we'll see what happens with Leighton Vander Esch, but that's the big story. He's not on the injury report because he's on IR. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it could be this week, very possibly. Uh, anytime you have a, a full practice, first practice of the week, that's pretty encouraging. And I counted it up. It's been, I think, September 15th is he had the collarbone surgery. So if you take it to Monday night, it'll be right up against the five-week mark. So, wow. you know, six to eight was what we heard when he had the surgery. They said he's ahead of schedule. If he does play Monday night, he's he's right around five weeks instead of six. So uh, they could use him back, and that would be a big boost to the defense if he's ready to go. Wow. Five weeks of a recovery, and he's right back in the thick of things. And uh, as a normal uh, – of the of the team and, and I guess fans out there as well, you would get a little nervous about that. But Isaiah, this is a medical staff that wouldn't put a guy out there if he wasn't 100% ready to go, right? You're absolutely correct. I mean, this medical staff is top notch, second and none. You got Jimbo, you got, you got, you know, I mean, you got Britt, you know, Britt Brown, you got those, that whole crew over there. They're amazing. Um, but there is a thing called upper management and uh, it's sometimes upper management once guys get on the field before trainers want them to get on the field. I hope that's not the case um, in this regard. Uh, I don't think that they should be forcing 
OBE out there or, or not forcing, but pushing him to go out there. Um, I think you should play it on a safe side because look at the projection of this season. Yeah, you know, the record is not good right now, um, and we need this W. Right, but the future looks pretty dark promising. Um, and, and we need to look that look at that and understand the situation that we're going to be in potentially going down the road and why risk potential, you know, re-injuring somebody who can, who can utilize the extra two weeks for some healing. Yeah, I think his big test uh, comes today. Uh, this would be the uh, padded practice. So just to see how that, that um, shoulder, that collarbone holds up. I don't know if this is just a coaching play to make the, the Cardinals think of us having our guy back uh but man it would be so awesome for our defense it's already struggling joe thomas man it is you know i'd say fourth or fifth linebacker has filled in nicely but we do know that layton just has a whole nother dimension to his game uh that joe just isn't able to click up to uh so getting him back especially what he does in the passing game for the linebacker i think is going to be pivotal uh especially in the matchup with Kyler Murray and just knowing that quick release and, and how mobile he is, man. So getting Leighton back, Leighton back would be, man, it would be great for us. Hey, Kyle, can I ask a question? Absolutely. Do we, I'm, I'm going I'm to I'm let you play training. Okay. If, 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 even if LBE is ready to go, right? The thing is shirt up. He's ready to go. He's had a, a good practice, hopefully another good practice today. Do you put him out there with the way that this defensive front has been playing and knowing that these offensive linemen are going to get up to the second level? Hmm. Hmm. It's tough. That's tough. You know, it's tough because we we've also said that uh, that Jalen has been has struggled because his inability to run sideline to sideline because of his guys uh, in his way. And and uh, you, you look at that, it's two sided, right? Uh, can we get more push on our defense to allow our linebackers to run sideline to sideline? Do you also limit uh, late how many snaps he plays defensively? I think a lot of that is going to be factored into it, especially if he's going to play Monday night. Yeah, that's a that's a tough situation because you want him back out there, but you also want to take the safe route, especially with a young guy who could turn out to be a star and already was really a star in 2018 and at the early parts of 2019 before he ended up getting hurt. So I think overall you, you want him back out there and you want him to play and get those reps. You may not throw a full workload at him, but if he's fully ready to go, I don't see a problem with him seeing a couple snaps. But like we said earlier, and Heckma mentioned this a minute ago, about the, today is really the important day. Right now, hasn't that's not anything compared to what they're going to see today in practice. First padded practice, Mike McCarthy echoed that sentiment in his daily con- or his weekly conversation with 105.3. The fans said that today's a big day. If he goes out there and it looks good and he feels good and he's able to go out and hit somebody and maybe get a couple hits taken on his side, he's going to be ready to go on Monday because of how ahead of schedule he is. But today's going to tell a lot, Rob, on just how ready Leighton Vander Esch is going to be. Yeah, absolutely. And and there's no there's no simulation for for the Cardinals on Monday night. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're not going to tackle each other in practice, so you just have to trust it. And trust, you know, that it's – I'm sure – I they're not going to put him out there unless there's – it's healed. I, mm-hmm. I just don't – I don't believe that. I, I think um, – because Isaiah is right. Like, I, it's amazing to me. I hadn't thought about this. He has not played a full game for the Dallas Cowboys in almost a calendar year. Almost a calendar year. It was last November uh, where he was, you know, trying to fight through the stinger stuff and then wound up on IR and had the surgery in January on his neck. 
So, you know, Isaiah is exactly right. He is so important to their future. You know, he's the future of that defense, and I just don't think they would put him out there if they didn't feel like he was ready. It, it does seem, I mean, it's, it's an accelerated timeline, but he must be making a ton of progress. And, and, you know, when they do plate that thing, it does accelerate the healing process. It makes it faster than if you're, if you're just healing on, on its own, which with a bone, it's always a minimum six weeks. So um, it, I, I, I just have to, you know, believe that, it, you know, to your point with Jim and Britt and those guys, they're going to they're gonna, you know, be really careful with him and make sure he's ready to go. Again, though, once you get out there and you hit and you get hit, uh, that's the real test. That's the test, and and you you mentioned being careful with Leighton Vander Esch. They've been careful with players before, one of which actually one that we didn't know was really dealing with any kind of specific injuries, but Mike McCarthy came out today and said that the snap count from Amari Cooper on the outside on the offensive side of the ball has been down, and it was down against the Giants because he's been dealing with a couple different things. Now, if you go back and you look at the snap counts and the percentage that he was on the field from week one to week five, it decreased every single week pretty consistently to the point where he was just over 60% of the snaps in that game against New York. Heckman, do you take any stock in the fact that uh, the the snap count is going down for Amari Cooper? Is this just a veteran getting a couple less plays and less snaps than we really anticipated? Uh, I, I, it does worry me. It worries me to the extent, especially you know where he is, is in the pecking order of our receivers. We obviously all, I think, unanimously agree that he's the number one guy uh, for, the, for the Cowboys. And defenses have to account for the fact that Amari Cooper is on the field. And when he's not, uh, they get to adjust their game plan. So I don't know. I, I, they're not listening or saying anything about an injury uh, to, to say it's a, I think last year was an ankle or a calf or, or knee injuries, whatever, lower leg injuries. Uh, whatever it is, Amari uh, Cooper is very important to what we do, and especially with having a new quarterback. And so we're going to have to give Andy Dalton every weapon that he's going that he needs to be successful on offense. So that does worry me, Kyle, and that's something that definitely we need to keep an eye on, especially with the reps and in going into this next three-game stretch. Isaiah. It should worry you, just like Heck said. I mean, understand this. Number one receivers in the NFL don't get time off in regards to snaps off. They don't. They don't. They don't get their 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 play their play counts. You know, kind of moderated and and, and handled in that way. It doesn't happen. Uh, you don't. You don't see Julio Jones getting his his snaps even when he was gimping around on a hamstring on one hamstring against the Cowboys. He was still out there every play. Um, you don't see D Hop out there. You know, asking for less reps. Larry Fitzgerald. I mean, you don't. You, these number one guys don't don't. They don't do that. So um, when they when, when their reps are being cut, it's because something is going on, um, and there's something that they're trying to manage, and they're trying to they're trying to minimize the the amount of damage that's being done. Yeah, if you if you go back to training camp, remember he didn't really practice the last almost like the last few days of camp, and it, I think it might have been a little bit of a hamstring because that's what it was on the injury report, like week one. And the Cowboys kept saying, you know, and I'm not saying that's what it is here, because it, whatever it is, it's not enough to put him on the injury report. He's not in danger of missing the game. Um, but they're, you know, $100 million man, they want to make sure weeks 1 through 17, he's good. And so maybe they're just trying to manage that, that he's not overdoing himself. And uh, because you're right, like, if, if it's all systems go, you want him out on the field. I will say this, 
you know, on that drive that we referenced earlier in the week where it was 14 plays, all runs, and, and you didn't see CeeDee Lamb on that drive either. So they, Mike McCarthy's got a little bit of a different approach in terms of he trusts one through five, the receivers they've got uh, that, that are in the rotation, and uh, he, he always talks about how every, the young guys and the backup guys, if I trust them, they need to play mm-hmm. because as we go through the season, we're going to need them. And as many injuries as the Cowboys have had, you hope that that's not the case where guys have to step in and start at the receiver position. But he wants to work guys in. He believes in a rotation at wide receiver. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I'm with you. When you see 40-something snaps from Amari, that, that just kind of jumps out at you because he has been productive. I think he's getting like 85 yards a game. All right. And Rob brought up exactly what Mike McCarthy said, and, and specifically McCarthy referenced Cedric Wilson and Noah Brown, and specifically Cedric Wilson to get him out there in order to set up what was the reverse pass that we saw at the end of the second quarter that went from Cedric Wilson to Dak Prescott. So having him out there kind of set that up. The reason why he put Cedric Wilson out there instead of Amari Cooper or instead of uh, CeeDee Lamb or Michael Gallup, it was Amari that he took out. So I don't know. Maybe it is the uh, emergence of some of these other receivers that uh, has been taking the snaps away. Does that play a big factor into it, Isaiah? I know you were pretty adamant about it being worrisome, but is it maybe just because there's good wide receivers out there as well? Um, I think McCarthy's approach is definitely different than things that we've probably seen in, in the history of the NFL. Um, he, he recognizes that he, you know, going into, if you have plans of going to the Super Bowl, guys are going to get hurt. Um, and there's a high probability that you're going to lose, you know, one or two of your, your top dogs at the receiver position. So you need all hands on deck and they all need playing time. You don't want their first playing time to be when you actually absolutely need them. So <laughs> I get, I, I give him kudos in regards to making sure that all those guys are prepared and rotating guys in and out and giving guys a breath. But when you drop off 40% of your snaps, that there's something else going on. I just yeah. want to make sure he's on the field at the end of the game. Remember last yes. year when they were trying to clinch the division and he was not on the field at the end? I'm not, I don't know if we ever got a real explanation of why that happened because Heckma said is right. You know, they were trying to manage him last year, but manage him in the second quarter and get him on the field in the fourth quarter that's, if that's what you need to do. Yeah, the, our guys, man, Seth Wilson and Noah Brown, these guys are playing really well, right? Mm-hmm. And I think uh, to, to my surprise, I mean, Cedric Wilson is, is just like popping uh, on tape. And Noah Brown has done had some great catches, possession receptions, yep. yeah. uh-huh. and, and also he's doing a wonderful job uh, blocking. And so obviously you don't want to tilt your hand or, or, or say, you know, anytime you see 85 on the field, it's, it's an obvious running down. So – Getting him in and also recognizing uh, that Noah Brown is also going to be a part of our offensive strategy, I think that's a great thing, especially going down the line and people getting more tape on this offense. Look, it can't hurt to get those young guys some reps. It's definitely paid dividends so far. Helped Cedric Wilson throw a touchdown pass. Of course, he was a a former quarterback as well. And then you have Noah Brown, who continues to just make key plays. He's not going to put up big stat lines, but he's been making key plays in that wide receiving core. Hopefully, Amari Cooper, whatever he's dealing with, isn't anything too serious, and he continues to make an impact. He's still really in the top ten of receivers in the NFL in both receptions and in yardage right now. Uh, So it's not like he hasn't been productive this season. He's still putting up massive numbers. We just hope that it continues and stays consistent as the year goes along. We're going to step aside for our first break. When we come back, we've got a good segment for you guys playing. Looking ahead to the rest of the schedule, realistic expectations 
for the Cowboys, and it may end up being a little bit better than you think when we come back here on Talking Cowboys. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today at shop.dallascowboys.com or at stetson.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping! Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more do more. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears, okay. Let's play. Cream Soda and Dr. Pepper time. Pour it in a glass of ice. Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Back to Talking Cowboys. It's a Say It With Your Chest Friday here on Talking Cowboys. Glad you're with us on the various streaming platforms. And here over the next 30 minutes, we'll continue to break down what will be the Monday night football matchup between the Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals on ESPN 715 on Monday. This is our final show, by the way, before that game. And I, I made the mistake earlier of saying that it was uh, we were going to have six shows. We do not have a show on Monday, so that's a little unfortunate. But we do have a game Monday, so it's exciting in that regard. Heck, Harrison, Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback, I'm Kyle Yeomans. And guys, the, the expectations are a bit doom and gloom right now when it comes to the Cowboys, and, and we've kind of talked about it already. What are the realistic expectations with Andy Dalton as the starting quarterback following the Dak Prescott injury? We also don't have our starting tackles. We're starting to get healthy on defense, but even then, there's still a lot of question marks on that side of the football. So realistically, expectation-wise, I want to go through really each part of the schedule for the rest of the year, we've got 11 games left. Out of those 11 Ooh. games, there's only three teams that have a current winning record at this moment, and that's the Cardinals, the Steelers, and then the Ravens coming up later on in the season as well. Cowboys have the second easiest schedule in the NFL based off of winning percentage, <laughs> only second to easiest, huh? the Las Easy. Vegas Raiders. What was that? <laughs> 
Easiest, huh? Yep, easiest <laughs> schedule. No, nothing's easy with this team. No, it's nothing's not. Nothing's easy. It's not, but also you look at the teams that you've beat. I mentioned the records yesterday. They're 13 and 2 combined, or the teams you've lost to, rather, are 13 and 2 combined. The teams you beat are 0 and 10. So we don't really know how to evaluate this team based off of comparison. Sure. We finally get a chance to do that this week with the 3 and 2 Cardinals. But do expectations really change, Heckma, whenever it comes to Andy Dalton? as the quarterback, and I know we asked that this week, but I'm talking about schedule by schedule, week by week. You know, Andy Dalton has been brought in um, to to help in this situation right here, to, to help the Cowboys in, in a tough time uh, get some quality wins. Um, the, we have one of the, the more talented rosters in the NFL, and if you look at our IR report, man, we got a, a who's who <laughs> in the NFL of guys that are out for the year. So Squad it's Squad on IR. <laughs> we do. It's, it's a Pro Bowl IR. Yeah. <laughs> it is. And it's, uh, it's one of those things where you just have to, when you wrap your head around it and the way that we've been breaking down the season in quarters, and you look over the next four games, and they have a manageable uh, they could come away three and one or four and zero oh, uh, in the next in the next three you know next couple of games and so I, I, I look at it and and I, me and Isaiah's conversation obviously about uh, Andy Dalton and just what his skill set is I mean when Dak Prescott and I'm I'm look man I've gone five days without Dak and I think I'm recovering <laughs> right now and, and I want to see how good I'm gonna be on Monday but we can't have the expectation go from here to hear with the guy that has all the experience that Andy Dalton has. So I'm, I'm really excited about the opportunity just to see what he has uh, on Monday and the way that this new Cowboys offense is going to function. Because like I said yesterday, man, things are going to be different because of what Dak's abilities gave uh, Kellen Moore from, from that skill set aspect. But you know, we people are, are starting to talk about Ezekiel Elliott and how important he is uh, to this offense going forward with Andy Dalton. But I still think that you can't abandon other aspects of your offense. So, look, I, I still have a high expectations for this team, especially knowing that they have some winnable games in front of them. Isaiah, do you agree? I I do. I don't. Uh, I think I've, I've spoken enough on this over the last few days. I, I, I'm a believer in Andy Dalton. Um, I think that he is an accomplished quarterback who is well respected in his league. Um, he came here for a vacation and vacation's over. So um, it's time. <laughs> so it's time for him to go out there and take care of business. Uh, you know, luckily they, they have a backup quarterback who's who's more than capable for a discount double check. And he's going to he's going to do what this team needs. He'll be the leader that this team needs. Um, he's not going to provide wins that, that Dak, you know, that, that, he's not going to provide any more wins that Dak would have provided it had he been in the position. So I'll, I'll put it that way. Um, that's, but the expectations are my expectations are the same for this team. Yeah. I mean, when we talk about Kyle, you mentioned down the stretch, a lot of teams with losing records. I mean, look, Cowboys have a losing record too. And True. when you have a losing yeah. record, that means there's things, you know, injuries are part of it, but there's things that you're not doing to win football games. So, Absolutely. you know, they, they've got to they've got to be more consistent team. They've got to cut down turnovers more first and foremost, um, yeah. and, and clean some other things up. And I, I thought the defense definitely took a step forward in doing that against the Giants. I know the Giants have really struggled on offense, but that's encouraging. Um, and I'm with I'm with Isaiah and you guys on uh, on on Andy Dalton. I think he can he can win games for this team. He can put them in position to win games. And I said this yesterday, 
because this division so far, what we've seen is really struggling. It's not a good division at all. Uh, you know, four and two, five and one doesn't seem out of yeah. the question, despite everything we've talked about. All these injuries, <laughs> you lose your starting quarterback um, for what's expected to be the season, and that's that's still out in front of you. So if you're able to do that, then you need to just steal a couple games potentially division and maybe eight and eight wins this division i absolutely think that's possible so to me closer to a pick or the super bowl i still say the super bowl but i absolutely think they have a chance and at least get in yeah i i agree i don't, I don't think there's any question is this does, does anybody on here think that they're not going to make the playoffs Mm, oh, I don't know for sure, but I, but I think they definitely have a shot. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think it's down to them in Philly. Whichever team can can kind of just yeah. strap it up and, and be somewhat consistent. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't believe that this team doesn't make the playoffs. I mean, that's, I don't think that's a discussion, at least not from my perspective. Now, they might they may fumble the ball a number of times in the process and not have a great record, but they they, they sneak into the playoffs mm-hmm. um, simply because because of the, the matters that you guys are referring to, and that's this division is absolutely completely terrible. Um, but that's what they're banking on is a, is a terrible division, not necessarily we, – we shouldn't be we shouldn't have to be talking about how bad the division is for us to, to get where we want to get to versus our actual production on the field. Sure. But as, no ba- as, bad, as, bad as, our, as bad as the teams are in the NFC East, our defense – is as bad as there is in the Absolutely. NFL. We are on a history-making pace to finish above with the 2012 uh, New Orleans Saints. And so that's not good company. And so the, whatever we do, if we have any success, it's going to be because we're able to get some functionality on defense and get some stops, turnovers, things like that. Uh, but you know, I think it's wrong to to really lower the expectations to say, all right, well, yeah, we're in the top five <laughs> we're, in the, we're in the draft, baby, so let's start doing that. I think the, the roster is way too talented uh, for that. But I am, I am guys, looking, going to be looking at how much uh, Andy Dalton is throwing the ball. I, I just think that if you have him on a pitch count of 40, 45 passes a game, I think that's a recipe for a disaster, especially with our offensive line. So those are some of the things that I'm, I'm looking for. And like you've alluded to, uh, also, Rob, is the turnovers, man. That turnovers are killing us. And it was killing us before uh, Dak got hurt. We have to, to get that uh, under control. You mentioned having Andy Dalton on a pitch count, and, and you and I actually had this conversation last night. For those of you who don't know outside of the show, Heckman and I do play-by-play in color for Frisco ISD football games and stuff throughout the week, and we have fun on Thursdays and Fridays, but we have Cowboys conversations in that booth as well. And one of the conversations was Heckma said, you don't want Andy Dalton throwing the ball 40 times, which is a conversation we've had with Dak Prescott. And I decided to look up his record if he threw the ball 40 times. He's done it 32 times in his career. And in his career, he's had six wins out of those 32 games that uh, whenever he throws the ball 40 times. Now, of course, that's going to be a skewed number just based off the fact that you usually throw the ball whenever you're behind, and he was on a couple really bad teams in Cincinnati. So that's going to be skewed a little bit, but six wins out of 32 tries (laughs) isn't necessarily anything that bodes well for an air raid attack, at least with what we could be seeing moving forward. Now, 
looking at the Shoot, rest of this schedule, yeah. and you, you go down the list, the Cardinals on Monday night, we'll give our prediction coming up in a little bit. Then you have Washington, Philly, both on the road, so you get both of those teams at home later on in the season. Then you've got the Steelers at home, the Vikings on the road, Washington at home, Ravens on the road. Any of those games stick out as one where either you could drop it when you're supposed to win it or one that you're supposed to lose, but you might actually sneak one out, or uh, Isaiah? Nah, I think it's pretty uh, – I'm sorry, I'm looking at my, at my calendar right here, my schedule. Pretty clean all the way through, right? Mm. I mm-hmm. – I think you, you, you're three and three. You're hopeful to be three and three. Okay. In that, in those six games, you're, you're saying hopeful. a loss to the Vikings, a loss to the Steelers, and a loss to the Cardinals. Kind of. And the Ravens. And the Ravens. So, so four so losses I guess, there. Yeah. Let me go ahead. The extra loss in there. Four losses there. Yeah. I well, think you win all your divisional games. And Rob, that's another yeah, thing. Rob I, I, did mention yeah. four and two and five and one in terms of the division. Is it possible to see six and zero oh still though? I do. No. I don't. No. I don't. I, no. I'm. I'm. You know. I think. I think five and one is like way up on the on the on the <laughs> smelly sticker side in terms of like can they. <laughs> You know, asking a team. You know, look, they they have they have done a lot of things to hurt themselves in these games. So when you're talking about can they win five of six, like that's being generous. It really is, especially with the injuries they're dealing with. But and on all these division games are always toss ups. Doesn't really matter. Absolutely, the game game we just saw was a toss up. Yep. Um, Yep. But I I do think they still have talent, and they still have when you still have a quarterback that you can rely on. It gives you an opportunity, and we talked about. Look, Dalton Wentz. They're still the best. Quarter, they're the best quarterbacks in the division. So that's why I I, I I put them in that category of having a shot. But to your question, Kyle, like this game right here is a perfect example of what you're talking about. Like I, they, it's a winnable game, mm-hmm. but there are things that uh, trouble you too in terms of the matchups. So I, this this is a total swing game for me as well. And there's other ones kind of like that, you know. Uh, you know, there's teams like uh, Philly has been good and they've been not so good. San Francisco looked like you could maybe chalk that up to an L. They got smoked by Miami a couple weeks ago. Right. So it's really it's really hard to know. Uh, I, Heckma kept saying it. I agree. I mean, if you take care of the ball, you give yourself a chance in what's probably going to be a lot of one-score games. And you know I'm really excited about uh, to see Andy Dalton versus his old AFC North Foes. I mean, he yeah. knows this. He knows the Steelers' defense. He knows the the Ravens' defense as well. So I think those matchups. Maybe we get a chance. We, we steal one of those or two of those. And I'm I'm really being optimistic on that. Even yes, the Vikings. I know, I know, I'm being optimistic, but I'm I'm basing that off of his experience with those teams only, right? Uh, But the Vikings, we owe the Vikings, man. They came in to AT&T and they ran all over us. And so (laughs) I'm just looking at the Vikings game as we owe them uh, for that one. But eight and eight, seven and nine, however you get into the tournament, especially with the extra team and the playoffs, you just got to get there. They just just got to get there. That is absolutely facts, and that's all that matters, and that's what I'm saying. I think they they freaking wheelchair them their their way all the way to the doggone playoffs. But it's zero zero once you get to the playoffs, so yep. that's all that really matters. 
as we talk about some of these other teams, and I know we're talking about Andy Dalton a lot, this is these wins are not all on Andy Dalton's shoulders. Please, let's make that clear. No. These no. are not on Andy Dalton's shoulders. Dak Prescott was throwing the ball fifty-seven times a game, and he wasn't winning games, right? So let's 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 be real and say that it's not fair to try to put all this now on on um, Andy Dalton when it wasn't all on Dak's shoulders. He plays a huge he plays a huge role, but unless this defense starts playing better. They, they're going to be a lot of games that they lose. So if this if this defense decides to miraculously turn things around, either starting this week, next week, or when when Gregory gets back, and all of a sudden, oh my gosh, we got all our guys now. If they figure it out, then guess what? Then we're having different conversations. But as it stands right now, the way this defense has played right now, I don't have high projections in terms of what these guys can do in this in this in this upcoming schedule. But they still make the playoffs because of the division. And that's why this game is such a, a, a great test because we talked about all of Arizona's weapons, how versatile they are, how you've got to be assignment sharp, yep. how the quarterback can beat you in a bunch of different ways, how they've yeah. got the best receiver in the league, they've got a pretty yeah. strong running game. Like, this is, this is a test. If the defense stands tall mm-hmm. and is productive in this game, then you've got to start feeling better about the rest of the Absolutely. schedule. Absolutely. But, but we got to see it. You know, we yep. got to see yep. it. Because right now it looks like it, it, that that following the bye week game, that week ten game against the uh, against the Vikings, if Dalvin Cook is back and healthy for that game, he may go for four hundred and fifty yards mm. on the ground. I don't know. He may end up mm. finding a way Old to Thielen. hit five hundred mark. So <laughs> Alexander Madison is on my God, fantasy dude. team now. He may have two hundred and forty himself. So uh, I think <laughs> I think right now you you look at it. I agree. This wow. game coming up on Monday night is a huge benchmark game. Even if you lose, you're not out of it. This this, this is not a chalk up let's throw the season away let's tank for trevor that no nothing of the sort and i i, I kind of hate that talk on one end i think it's kind of a lazy sports opinion from uh, media members around the area of tanking and getting draft picks i think that's stupid this is a talented enough team that's been dealing with some injuries and has enough moving forward to have a chance and i think it starts this week against the cardinals now we are going to predict that game, and we've got a couple more games we're going to predict once we step aside. But before we step aside, I want to tell you about Essilor lenses. Whether you're walk- watching from home or cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you'll see every exciting <laughs> play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and find the perfect Essilor lenses for you. See more, do more. Essilor will be right back with more Talking Cowboys. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears. Okay. Let's play. 
cream soda and Dr. Pepper time. Pour it in a glass of ice. Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and cream soda. A delicious duet. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just ten bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com/cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com/cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, ten bucks, free shipping. Back to talking Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys, final segment of Say It With Your Chest Friday. And if you get a chance, tour AT&T Stadium, the home of the Dallas Cowboys, you can run on the field, see the locker rooms, and so much more. AT&T Stadium tours presented by SeatGeek are available daily at attstadium.com for details and always a uh, great time out at AT&T Stadium. They'll have a fun one on Monday night as the Cardinals come to town for Monday night football. And we just broke down the game. We broke it down on Wednesday's show and Thursday's show. Go back and listen to it. Two really, really uh, insightful 45-minute episodes. And I highly encourage it. These three guys, Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Isaiah Stanback, just killed it. I'm Kyle Yeomans. All I do is drive the bus, and I'd I have a fun time doing so okay so with that being said oh i like that isaiah he's getting, getting a little whip in there okay uh cadillac right there is that the cadillac is that the lambo it's the the cadillac 360 or whatever it was or whatever i'm, I'm sorry that's that's a, that's a that's a that's a four 150 oh Wait, there you right, go right. okay okay Please, that, that'll work you're right i'm a, I'm yeah. a chevy guy uh ford 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 because we're on the radio and because the cowboy ford, yeah, ford, ford. ford. Yeah, go ford. ford 150 uh okay so we've Four games that we're going to break down today after that save. We're going to start things off with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. A perfect 4-0 against Tommy Brady in Tampa Bay. What was that? Don't you ask me what I know you're about to ask me. I don't have your answer. I don't have your answer. I didn't do it this week. So I was hoping to slide by there, and I'll give it to you next week, Akma. I'll give you the updated records next week. I am sorry. I God, that's my. But dad. you know what? Heckman stole the game, and y'all know this is tight. Yeah, so you, he don't yeah, want to tell us how tight this is right now. That's all. Okay. I just didn't. You're cooking I just the didn't books, get the books, Kyle. Records. I don't want to. I don't want to feed false information. You're Titans, right, Nick? You know I did. Yeah, that's mm. Mm, great pick. Mm, that's a good pick. Hey, heck, that's a good. I pick. Feel like, I feel like I feel like there's some tomfoolery going on. I do too, Isaiah. You, you got can come and check. It's almost like the polls, like the, power, the polls got cut off or something. Can, I don't know. Check my work once it's over with. I'll get it updated. I'll get it updated. I'll we tweet it out that. later on. I'll tweet it and make sure that you guys have your 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 moment in the limelight. I'm probably in last, so it doesn't matter. Anyways, let's start with the Packers mm. and the Buccaneers. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Green Bay, thirty plus points, no giveaways, four straight games. How nice it would be to have no turnovers in this. Season. And Heckma, since you're so anxious, we'll let you start this one off this week. Mm, by genuine. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Um, that's a good one, man, because I don't know if Devontae Adams is going to play this game. He has been really ticked off about being uh, a somewhat healthy scratch. Uh, but I like 
the Packers. I don't like their defense. Um, I'm going Packers. Mm, okay. I got to get a game back from Heckman. This is a this is a toss up, man. But I, I Tom Brady fought the three and three. I don't know if I see that. I'll take Tampa Bay at home. Ooh, okay, Isaiah. I'm going with the discount double check, baby. Discount double check. So he's got Green Bay. Uh, I miss those commercials. So the, those are great commercials. <laughs> they, they still do a good job. Pat Mahomes is on a couple of those. Uh, I'm going to take Green Bay in this one as well. I just think they're too good. And I think that defense is a little underrated. That's a fantastic defense that they've got mm-hmm. rolling up north. Okay. Sunday night football back on the West Coast. San Francisco hosting the LA Rams. LA at four and one, San Francisco at two and three, and banged up a little bit. The Rams allowed just one passing touchdown or fewer in four of their last five games. So that defense with Jalen Ramsey and company, pretty stout on that side of the football. Who do you? Or actually, I'll start this one off since I went last. I'm going to take Rams on the road, but I expect this to be a little closer than I think most people have. I think the Rams get it in a late win, much like how kind of we saw Seattle over Minnesota this past week, Isaiah. Mm. So who who are the who are the Rams playing again? San Francisco, the 49ers. Oh yeah. yeah, 49ers. They won't get healthy to the second half of the season. So yeah, Rams. Okay. Yeah, Rams. Rams for me also. Making yeah. it. Aaron Donald. Rams defense is just nasty right now. I'll take the Rams. L A R across the board for everybody. Okay, moving on to the first leg of Monday Night Doubleheader. I kind of like these Monday Night Doubleheaders, by the way. Boys on the second leg, of course, and we'll predict that game coming up here in just a minute. However, there's two four and one teams, two really good teams coming off of losses, uh, embarrassing losses in their own rights last week. And the Chiefs on the road against the Bills. Kansas City has won three of the last four matchups with Buffalo, but both teams at four and one. Both teams was really stout young quarterbacks. Rob, who you got? Is Pat Mahomes playing? He is playing. <laughs> is, He's is playing. water wet? Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. <laughs> Chiefs, give me the Chiefs. Okay. Heckman. No, oh, God. Where are they playing? Where's the game going to be? It's at Buffalo. Ooh. Man. Ah, you took Chiefs, Rob. Mm-hmm. Nah, don't be stupid. I'm going Chiefs, too. <laughs> no, we thought about it, though. <laughs> I did. I'm going to go with the uh, the newly named Cheat Code Chiefs. Right. The Cheat Code Chiefs? That's that's. Oh, Is that just from the Le'Veon Bell signing? Is that what that's from? You doggone right it is. You mm. doggone right. These dudes are Crazy. freaking, they're, I don't know. Look at Le'Veon. It. Look at Le'Veon Bell considered a, a locker room cancer and getting an up. Wow, this is amazing how that works. You know that he he can't play yet. He's probably going to play his first game whenever the Jets come to town, which I think is going to be just fantastic. Yeah, and have an opportunity to to kind of get some revenge there. Uh, Man, I need to get a game back, but it's the Chiefs, and they lost last week. It's 
Do it. Do I'm, it. I'm do not going to do it. They're I'm not going to lose go, two in a row, Kyle. Um, yeah, they're not going to lose two in a row. Like you like you said, Heckma, I'm not going to be dumb about this. I'm going to pick Kansas City, and I'm going to be pretty confident in it. I think the, <laughs> Don't the be Chiefs stupid, rebound. Stupid. <laughs> Don't be stupid. Uh, so I'm going to take the I'm going to take the Chiefs. Okay, big one. Monday night football. Send in your picks. Say it with your chest here on the Ooh. Periscope chat. Cowboys, Cardinals, Monday night. Andy Dalton. At quarterback for the Cowboys, mm. as really they've got to get back on track. Andy Dalton lost four straight games on Monday Night Football. He's two and five in his career. He's six and twenty in prime time. But does he get a win against the Cardinals this week? Isaiah, start us off. Oh, he's he's lurking. He's looking into the screen for those of you listening. Andy Dalton takes care of business this week against the Cardinals, but the Cowboys still lose. Oh, oh no. Oh, I was so excited for two seconds there, and then he just crushed all my dreams. Oh, well, yeah, so he's taking uh, – They can't handle these guys. Yeah, Arizona's pretty good. Uh, okay, Rob? Yeah. Man, this, this reminds me of the Cleveland game where, like, my head's telling me bad matchups – bad matchups and I paid for that pick with the Cowboys but I'm going Cowboys again because I think there's something to Dak being out and sometimes when your leader is out Mm -hmm. you focus up a little bit more and and I think they're going to play cleaner I think they're going to play better in this game and the thing that makes me feel a little bit better about the matchup is is the Cardinals have a problem taking care of the ball too yes they do so if the Cowboys can just be a little bit better in that regard, I think they can win the game at home, but it's going to be close. I'll go 28-27 Cowboys. Heckler, All right. do you want to go so, first or you want me to go first? Because uh, I'll let you – I'll leave it for you to be last if you want. Uh, uh, no, I'll go now. It's okay. – uh, hey, just, just a reminder, Hegma, uh, is this is uh, Kyler Murray's homecoming. It is. <laughs> He's 7-0 inside AT&T Stadium. All right. So since since 07, since 07, the Cowboys backup quarterbacks have been seven and 20. Uh, that's not good. And, and our defense is it is what it is. You see them every every Sunday. So, you know what they are. And Dak is not going to play another snap for the Cowboys this year. And I think the whole city is hurting because of it. But I'm putting my force up. For Monday, we are going to get a victory. Everybody's telling us that Kyler Murray is going to come in here and do his little leprechaun dance that he likes to do in the end zone. It's not going to happen. Finally, we are going to see this defense rise up. D-Law, Everson Griffin. I'm going to even call out Don Terry Poe. Dog, they on your back, Big Poe. They on your back. We get LVE back hopefully this week. Jalen Smith. <laughs> Come on, guys. Stop making me look so bad on this show. Cowboys win, man. Cowboys win. Uh, Cole versus Murray? Oh, Lord. Oh, no. I pulled it out. Oh, I need gosh. it. Uh, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm with both Rob and Heckma here where the head says no, but the gut says yes. I think the Cowboys are about to start a run. And I, we talked about the schedule coming up. Here in the next couple weeks, Washington, Philly, Pittsburgh, Minnesota, Washington. I think you have a chance to win a lot of games coming up pretty soon. 
And I think this is where it starts. I think you might get late. If, if Leighton Vander Esch is back in the fold, I think this defense will play much better. I think Jalen Smith will be able to back up what was his best game since 2018 in last week's win against the Giants. So I'm going to take the Cowboys in this one just off of a gut feeling. I've got that gut feeling. It's not the bubble guts. It's a little exciting because not, I just think the defense is coming together, and I think this is the carbonated time where guts. They show it. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, so it's carbonated guts. Yeah, it's sure. working its way toward bubble. Yeah, guts. it's working its way toward the bubble. But I, I'm going to take I'm going to take the Cowboys, and hopefully we'll be handing out plenty of smelly stickers coming up on Monday night uh, and Tuesday morning as the Cowboys hopefully get a win against Arizona. So that's going to do it here for talking Cowboys. Glad you're with us. Over the last five weeks, we'll be back on Tuesday following up the game on Monday night. But for now, for Chris Beam in the back, for Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Isaiah Stanback, I'm Kyle Yeomans. Thanks for saying with, with your chest. We'll see you on Tuesday on Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!